This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anfield Index podcast. I'm Trev Downey, your irritating, ubiquitous host, and I'm coming to you from beautiful rural Ireland, very, very late at night, having done a podcast already. I want to talk to you about the lads that I'm joined for a chat uh, with tonight, the usual, usual fellas who come in and add their boffin expertise to our conversations about the LFC ecosystem. Tonight, they are as I say, men of science, men of such dedication uh, to you, dear listener, that they bullied me into wedging the recording of this show in between the end of Malby on the Spot and the beginning of the writing of the interview podcast. That lovely listener is how much they care about you. They were willing to sacrifice my health and my only free hour so that you might have the opportunity to listen to their erudite wittering. Carl I, just, Cop- I, I just wanted to talk to Cam. Carl Kopek. <laughs> <laughs> Heroes, both. Welcome once again, chaps. How are you this evening? I'm, 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 I'm recovering from the Tottenham game. It was shameful. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew that would make you sad. Uh, oh, it's, 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 it's the tears, Trev, which is anything else. Yeah, they're never going to start. Honestly, it's, it's, it's sad to see bravery not rewarded. Uh, yeah. God love them. And I can't wait, lads, to talk later on about what that means uh, in terms of the exciting thing we'll be involved in in the 16th of the month um, where they won't be. Yes, indeed. That's lovely. Cam Branch, how are you this evening? Yeah, Bully Boy Branch uh, at everyone's service and pleasure. Bully and Boy Branch, disple- yeah. Displeasure, however you want to call it. So, I have to yeah. say, I have to say you did, you did. Did, uh, you did uh, have, take the unpleasant job of asking Guy to record at this ungodly hour uh, when uh, when when nobody else would. Uh, God bless you. You stepped up to you stepped up to the uh, to the. the I, I, I manned up. I the manned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It was great to see. So look, I, I, I wanted to start. Uh, we've got lots of lots of little bits and pieces of topics that we can talk about. We had some suggestions as we always do from. Um, from Twitter, from the people who listen to us, and we'll get to all of uh, all of those, I think, at some stage. Um, but I wanted to start um, before we went live. Carl was uh, regaling us with tales of 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 
Mr. Puyol. And that's for a specific reason, because he's researching an article which is going to be in a specific place. And I wanted to give Carl a chance to uh, tell all the people about that place and about those articles and about what it is he's up to. Carl, would you mind just uh, setting the scene and letting letting the people know what's going on with you at the moment? Yeah, I've been writing about Liverpool since about 1998, I think, in various fanzines and, and now pod, the podcast world and, and, and websites and what have you. Um, and the problem I've got is if you write about Liverpool, about solely about Liverpool, you don't really get to stretch out and write about other things because everything's got to be Liverpool-centric. Um, I can't go to the sites I write for and say, I've got this really, I really, really want to write a piece about this Uruguayan side or something like that. Um, when I'm trying to be Rory Smith, um, who's, who's got that niche market, you know, wrapped up forever. So I thought I'm going to start a blog, a specific non-Liverpool blog. I was tempted to call it anyone but Liverpool, but um, that might be seen as slightly aggressive. So mm-hmm. I've, I've co- I'm, I'm going to write a blog. It's called um, Some Green Grass and a Ball, which um, is the only nod to Liverpool. That's a Bill Shankly quote where he once said, some green grass and a ball um, isn't going to be a lovely day. Uh, which I really like. Um, and my debut piece is going to be about the Barcelona captain, Carlos Puyol, um, who uh, obviously he's got the slightly wall version of my own name. Um, I'd never tell him that, but I absolutely love Carlos Puyol. Absolutely love him. And um, because I just like very aggressive, very passionate, very fair um, players, uh, as I said in my first piece, who look like they've just been on um, tour with the Stooges. Yes. So, um, yeah, in, in, I love the fact that he played Napalm Death when everyone, was like, <laughs> when everyone was playing, like, you know, Spanish house music and stuff like that. He was stuck on his own with his Napalm Death album on. And t- tell me what, so the inspiration basically was, I've got ideas about things that aren't Liverpool. And occasionally I'd like to articulate those and have a place for those ideas to, to live. So this is basically it. And the first topic that comes into your head is because he's a guy who you just happen to uh, admire. Do you have a raft of ideas waiting for this particular blog? I've, I've got lots of little ideas that, I, that I've always wanted to write about. And also, to be honest, just to research them as well, because I really, really like, like finding things about players and about clubs and about really unusual things. Um, I'm going to, at some point, it may not be for a while, um, write about Rayo Vallecano. Um, you know, I, it was a I think they're a really interesting club. They're basically the Tramia Rovers of Madrid. They're the third side in Madrid. And they're just not like the other two teams at all. They're very political. They're very left-wing. Um, very, very sort of committed fan base. And I just find them to... And they're, they're very anti-corporate. They do like, they're do they always complaining about ticket prices and about you know the way everything's set up around you know, for, the, for the little guys to sort of fail. And I really want to write about things like that. And again, if you can imagine me going to... <laughs> going to Gags and saying, I want to write about a, a, a Division 2 Spanish side, can I do that? He's just going to stare at me like I'm mad. So I've got, yeah. I've got tons of little things like that I want to write about. I wouldn't mind writing about the Uruguayan side called Liverpool. I might do that at some point because I know nothing about them. And I've always thought, why don't I just look into it? So I'm going to write about it and I'll do some research and I'll learn something. And it's all about learning. It's it, well, it, it, listen, life's life's all about learning, and I, I I don't know what what Cam's thinking, but what I'm thinking is without giving the game away, and you don't want to ruin the entire article, uh, the first one that's up, and, and and get spoiler alert and all that. But can you give us one little factoid that you did uh, uh, discover on your on your Carlos Puyol research that people might be interested in hook them in? The bit the big thing for me is um is. He's not the most glamorous player when, you know, in his first season he was playing with 
uh, Eto'o um, and uh, Ludovic uh, Julian and people like that, Ronaldinho. They ha- Barcelona hadn't won a trophy in six years. Think about that now. Barcelona not winning anything. Not not a Copa del Rey or anything like that, or the Super Cup or anything like that. They haven't won a single thing. He comes along. He sits in the back four. Um, Messi's 18 at the time. And then um, suddenly, he, I think he won something like 21 trophies since then. Yeah. yeah. And I think that says something people talk about. Oh, football's all about flair. You don't. You need a Carlos Puyol on the back. You need someone yeah. like that. I like that. I like that. And I take it this is going to be an exclusively uh, Karl Kopak uh, zone when it comes to writing. It's going to be basically just your your musings. Um, probably probably for the time being it will be just because I, I don't know what I, I don't know how it's going to go yet. I want I just want to because there's every chance, and, and this is the advantage I've got actually over most books like that. I don't care if ten people read it. Bearing in mind I write Jack the Ripper copy. So you know, I'm not I'm not, I'm not getting two hundred thousand hits a week for that. Um, mm. So I don't mm. really care at first if I don't get any uh, any readers or such. But I just want like the 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 right people. So for example, there's there's a lad um, called uh, Jonathan who, who's already spoke to me on on the blog and said because uh, I mentioned Rayo Vallecano and he's already said, oh you got to read this book and I bought it today. So okay. I think you know, I, if, I, I like if I get I, people yeah. like that. If I get people yeah. like that, then I thought that that's the audience I'm after, really. Yeah, I like that. I I like the way this is panning out, man. This is going to be yeah. interesting stuff. And of course, if it does take off and you need you need some copy written, get Brainchy on the job. We need some Brainchy writing. No two ways about it. Cam, you're up for that, yes? Um, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and writing. Um, maybe yeah. not. Maybe yeah. not. Uh, I, 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 one day I, maybe i did yeah. once promise gags i, would, uh, I was going to write an art, article about oh what did i what did i say i was going to write it about i think it was about um generally our fans and uh or just football fans in general and how shitty they can be basically or something i can't remember what it was but i'm not a writer i'm not a writer i'm uh i think, I'm I think i've written that piece at least 40 times for your camps <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more than once have i written that piece to, yeah. to, par- to paraphrase, you're a lover, not a writer. That's what you are, Cam. Uh, you're, you're a yeah, lover, not a writer. Let's go with yeah. that. You know, uh, I, I, I want, I want, I want to go to you first of all to talk to me a little bit about what's been happening uh, in Reds land lately. Um, like I said, you know, when we were just chatting before we came on online, online here there's no real benefit to us doing any massive analysis of Newcastle at this stage it seems like quite a while ago although it's a significant win no doubt and there's no benefit in talking about last night's game because it, it was it wasn't really a game it wasn't really a game and, and I mean I mean that in the most I got I, I did derive massive amounts of pleasure from the fact that we kept the clean sheet and that it was yeah. it was yeah. as uneventful as it was but Talk, talk to me, Cam, about the significance of this for you, because for me, this is like, you know, we're going back to 2009, which doesn't, you say it doesn't seem like long ago, and then you think about it, and it's fucking ages ago. Uh, it, yeah. this, is, this is tremendously significant, because it's yet another bit of progress under Jurgen Klopp, right? Oh, very much so. I mean, um, we're in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. And That's mad. That's mad. Yeah, and that That's is mad. mad, because that was almost the minimum requirement of where I wanted us to be in the Champions League. It, it felt like we could, yeah, not, the minimum wasn't about getting out of the group stage. It was about getting through the last 16 and we've done it because it's, 
most English teams are good enough to get out of the group stage. Yeah. You know, five of them did it this year. And then it was about, can we then beat one of the best 15 teams that we get drawn against? And we've done it. And we proved we were well worthy of that win from what we did in the first leg. So to just go out there and do the job yesterday, nice, simple, no pressure. You know, it was a run out for certain players who, you know, coming back from injuries like your Adam Lalanas. It was a bit of match time for other players who, you know, um, again, and Albi Moreno uh, got a bit of match time yesterday. Joe Gomez got some match time after his injury. So in that respect, it was really, really good and great game for those lads to come back in. But the progression that we're making and, and what we're seeing is, is great because, yeah, I, I don't know we said it probably every other season, but you, you can genuinely actually see what's happening in, in front of you and you can feel it and it's it's really good I mean we've, we've only lost one game two games in the in the last 25 30 games whatever it is do, do you trust do you do you trust them now I trust them now do you know what I mean by that I, tr- I trust this lot you know I trust them to, to, to I, I will always back them to win and if if they lose I trust them to win the next game do, do you, you know what I mean I, I don't see big yeah. slumps with this lot I think that's the no, progress that's right. so exciting you know yeah I mean going back to Saturday's game at any point did you feel we were going to let alone concede a goal going to lose that game or even draw that game even when no. it was nil nil did you feel that we weren't going to get the goal I think I think there's a slightly different thing because the the first half the first half an hour of that game I thought was a, was a, a Rafa Benitez masterclass and I knew I knew they wouldn't last because they're just going to get too tired or they're going to lose discipline but that my my only worry was nil nil it definitely wasn't a defeat it was can he stop us for 90 minutes because he's really good at stuff like that uh, and and the and the other person who's really good at that is our next opponent but. Um, that that was my only worry. They're not going to score. I like their lad, like their right back, and all. He was very good. Um, Gedlin. Forward. Yeah, really good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, he was the only one who really worried me. But I wasn't worried about Dwight Gale or anyone like that. Um, and it, it, when you, it, it's when you get to that level of faith where you think, give them the ball, whatever they want. They're not going to hurt us. It's all about the other way. It's about, about finding the way through. And that, that's why I love that run by Oxley Chamberlain. I wrote about it this week. I love that run by Oxley Chamberlain because he had one of these. Tell you what I'll do. I'll just go through the middle. We've gone over the top. We've gone down the sides. We've tried to play triangle. We can't get through. I'm just mm. going to run full pelt at you. One of their lads just made a mistake, and that's all you need. He's done that a few times this season, though. He did. He did it the last game. Did it against West Ham. Yeah, and obviously Ooh. he got the goal. He did that against City and got the goal, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah. you know he's 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 coming on nicely. Which yeah. lads for me? Which for me means he has to play at the against the Manx at the weekend. This kid is a first-team midfielder for us now, in my opinion. I just, yeah. I, I don't see any way around that. And I think the events of last night and the, and, and the, the, the Newcastle game pretty much go to prove that. Uh, uh, we, we, we'll talk a little bit about that. But the, the, like, oh, I was going to ask you a question then. Go on, please do, yeah. Well, I'm assuming the other midfielder long signing will be Emre Chan. So who's the other one? It's, it's James Miller. It's James Madman, the hammer. The vision Milner, of course it is. Has to be who, uh, un- unless you unless you throw in uh, Jenny Wanaldum in there. Um, no. I don't, uh, I don't. <laughs> 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 so here's the thing, right? My take on this is 
you don't, there's not going to be a three in a row for the captain. I, I don't think so. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see him playing three in a row. He's got he was wincing a bit, wasn't he? He, he got a dead leg. Yeah, yeah, and Klopp kind of uh, played it down and said it's nothing much, just a bit of a dead leg, so he should be fine, all the rest of it. But I would imagine Chamberlain was rested. I would imagine Chamberlain comes in. And if he comes in, there is an, ar- an argument that Milner has played uh, those games on the bounce as well and that, you know, he got kicked around the shop uh, in a couple of games recently. Um, but there's something about him. He's after discovering some form. Now, I know you guys are very wary of him in the centre against very good teams uh, where yes. they've got tricky midfielders. You know, to have tricky midfielders. I was going to say, can we talk about United's midfield and can we talk about how it might actually work for James Milner in this match? Do you know what I mean? What is United's midfield? Matic, Pogba, uh, two guys, well, one guy who's seriously not in form. Uh, Matic is reasonably uh, happy with, obviously, the great goal he scored the other night. Uh, McTominay uh, is just a a Darren Fletcher uh, at best. Well, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what to call uh, what to, how to call him yet. Uh, yeah. I think I think it's very revealing that he's getting so much game time. Um, I think it says an awful lot about uh, this the the, the the levels of sort of uh, tension that's there at the moment in their squad. Look, this is I don't give a shit what anybody says. This is not a wonderful or outstanding United side. I've just spoken to to Yamal about this for ages, and he's always said that he wasn't impressed by them. I'm not impressed by them. Now, they could go out and, and, and beat us 2 or 3-0. I still think we're a better side than them. And this is one of the few times I've gone into a United-Liverpool match, Carl, where I'm thinking, we should do these, we can do these. Do you know what? We will. I think the big thing about that game from a United perspective is they don't have to win. That 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 victory against Palace, that basically said to, to, to Reno, I don't have to come out and play. And he likes not coming out and playing if he has to. Yeah. I, I, I think they take the draw all the way. They take it now. Yeah, which might end up with a sneaky 1-0 shitty win for them. Because that's, that, yes. that's what he does. Yes, that, yes, that's, yes. That's yes. his game, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so that is, that's a genuine worry. But, I mean, if we do our thing, who knows? Who knows? It's, it, uh, look, when we, saw, we talked about how last night's game, Cam, was a non-event. But when you introduced the, 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 the human free radical that is Mo Salah uh, uh, into the thing, and he takes a ball from 100 feet up in the air and kills it, <laughs> and, and uh, instantly with the outside of his foot, and you just go, holy shit, this guy is amazing. And, 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 and to be fair, Danny Ings, with his magnificent um, 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 attitude and effort, and maybe that's a maybe he doesn't have a whole lot more than that he had the same effect i mean it was as if they didn't realize we were just playing this game out they went they went a bit mad and it was just so exciting to see if you have mo salah if you have uh, bobby on proper form and, and and sadio mane who's clearly backing in the groove do you do you think there's a bus that can apart against them effectively i don't um you're right no there isn't because if you look at if you just go back and look at all the games uh, that we played recently, there's been various different types of buses put against us. Go back to the Burnley game at the beginning of the year. That was a bus, and we we nicked it at the depth, didn't we? You know, by hook or by crook, we got it. And since that moment onwards, we've had a little, we've had a, a nice steady set of results aside from Swansea and West Brom. Every team has tried something different against us. 
you know, West Ham came to us the other way and they tried to play a bit against us. And we scored four. Newcastle put a bus up and it was a, a really good bus. And, you know, it, it presented as a different challenge. We only got the two. But um, who else have we played recently? Tottenham, who was supposed to be, you know, the team. And we, we should have batted them. We won. Um, we won two. Won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? So, you know, every team has tried something different and we found ways. We found ways of scoring. Now, the difference as well is now, you say that, that United will probably try and pinch a 1-0 with whatever they're going to do. But you've got to remember now, our defence looks a lot better than what it has done for a good a good while. A good while since I can remember. And that, and that for me is down to, you know, two things. One is the keeper settled now. And he's really settling in and he's, he's, he's beginning to look like a half decent keeper, you know, beginning. I'm not saying he is. He's got, he's still got a lot of work to do, but Virgil van Dijk, two mistakes aside, which have cost us goals has been imperious. And yeah. It's, it's, it's more about the overall effect that fellas having, isn't it? To be fair. Exactly. Um, it's more about the overall effect and, you there's know, a calm, there's a calmness in our defense now. There's no panic stations, even, when you've got Lovren alongside Virgil van Dijk, is there any panic now? And credit where it's due, that 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 um, calm has extended behind van Dijk to the young kid in in the sticks as well. Yeah. Um. And it, it's not it's not to build them up into something magnificent already, but the, you know you can't argue with the fact that even last night the the clean sheet to me was amazing. I I, I was I was delighted with that. You know, Carl, what do you think uh, that 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 setup looks like ahead of Carius? And by the way, a little a little sideways comment to how how glorious was it that there was no sentimentality of Sai si, Big Sai Migs getting a birthday run out. That was great, wasn't it? Uh, that's one thing. And then the second thing is, what do you think that, who, who who's put their hands up for that back four in front of him for the United match? I, I think that Simon Mignolet might, might as well not look at shift work at odd bins, honestly. He's <laughs> <laughs> not getting anywhere. If he couldn't, if he couldn't play in, in the, 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 the most dead rubber of dead rubber games yesterday, that he's not going to get in. He's basically Danny Ward's level now. He's 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 bogged down level. Um, you know, he's got that much of a chance. I don't know what he goes with on on Saturday. I don't know. I'd rather have Lovren over Matip, to be honest, because I think Lovren is at least awake. But I think he might go with Matip because he Matip played yesterday. Uh, I think it's going to be Robertson. Um, Albi didn't do any favours to you last night. It's it's for me. It's it's Gomez against Trent is the one I can't make my mind up about. I know what I want. But I don't know if he's going to, what he'd prefer there. I think he yeah. might go with Trent. I think I'm just yeah. in terms of age, but of course, the lad's got three Champions League goals this season, so you can't really get on if he's not, he's not going to be scared at Old Trafford. And I think he might just go with Trent just because where he's from, to be honest. Yeah. I think that, that might mean just a little bit more to him, so. I, I that it's it's got a little whiff of the the type of anger that Klopp talks about and and the needle that he it, it, it's it looks like it looks like the right choice I think Trent doesn't it for a for yeah. Jurgen you know yeah I I think that's what he's probably going to go with and and spin across to the far side did did the did um producer guy's favorite put his hand up and 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 look to you like he's got a real chance of starting some matches ahead of of Andy Robertson between now and the end of the year. I can't think what that match will be. We're in the last days of the Champions League, and um, we've got to get, we've got to finish in second place in the league. And there's, there's no more dead rubbers. So now, nah, 
I don't think so. So it's not quite Si Miggs level of 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 on your bike, but you, no, you think, I, I think, you, I think he's, allowed just... on, he's allowed on the team bus. But I think about that's the level he's going to get. Because, because be Robertson's so him. because Robertson's so good though, basically is what you're saying. Because Robertson's in such form, what if Robertson's form falls off a cliff? Are you happy enough having uh, having having that man to come back in? I mean, he didn't like. Okay, he was rusty last night. But God, Christ, Joe Gomez was rusty last night. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, the the two of them had 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 levels of it. Um. But you know, he, he certainly he was solid enough, right? I don't, I don't think there was any any of the things you would worry about. Uh, it, it, traditionally, people worried about with, with Albi Moreno. Okay, um, the rust might have affected his contribution going forward. But you know, as you say, maybe where is the game? Where is the game where he plays? I don't, if, I don't see. I don't see where it comes. Honestly, we've got Chelsea to come still. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got West Brom away. I don't think he's going to risk West Brom away. Yeah. I think he's going to go full strength for that. You can't rest players now. We're in, we're in the last eight. Yeah. Real Madrid next. Cam, talk to, oh, Real Madrid. Oh, yeah. Let's 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 talk about that later. Cam, talk to me about um, who you see as as the ideal uh, Virgil partner because we've all uh, we've already sort of uh, eulogised about that man and his effect on the overall team and it's it's undoubted at this stage. You 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 actually can't argue with it. It's a remarkable effect. Um, even even allowing for what you talked about, which was the the couple of little sort of errors that he's probably responsible for himself. Mm. Who who is it the par- partner same? Is it is it Big Dexy Lovren who got a lovely last minute block in to keep that clean sheet last night? Let's be honest. Yeah, he did. That was a really good block. But then, you know, that's what he should should be doing. Um, I'm not sure. Um, after the Tottenham game, I was uh, at Wembley. I was like, I never want to see Lovren and Liverpool shirt again. You know, I was I was absolutely livid, and he's and he he took him out of the firing line, didn't he? Albeit in a strange way, and he's he's come back in now, and he, and he looks reasonable alongside alongside uh, Big Virgil, and I wouldn't have any qualms now. You know, as much as a uh, it pains me to say this, I wouldn't have any qualms if uh, Lovren did start on Saturday. I think Lovren's always done quite well against that striker who who tries to impose himself on them. Whereas Matip maybe hasn't done as well with that, and so um, I would probably be more comfortable with Lovren up against um, Lukaku than uh, yeah. Matip, to be honest. So um, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd say that. Uh, just a quick one on Mini Lake. Did you see his tweet? I didn't. I didn't. I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not. I'm not on he, much. He, he, he said uh, uh, thank you to the 54,000 fans who came out for his birthday yesterday. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 but he wasn't too happy with his seat. Oh, listen, so you I, know, thought was, I thought that was a bit of class for him. You know, yeah, fair play. It's good to see yeah. that because Christ knows he'd thirties bib recently with some of the stupid things he said. So it's nice to see a little bit of a, a little bit of some sort of self awareness coming from the kid. So basically, we we already sort of got dug, dug into what we thought the midfield options would be. Uh, Carl, articulate a little bit more to me what it is that you think that should. Look like just so we can kind of sign off, and we we're, we're all pretty much in agreement. I think that uh, Trent and Robbo and and Lovren and 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 Van Dyke. Uh, I I'm very much touting uh, uh, young Oxide Chamberlain um, uh, alongside uh, Miller and Chan. W- what would be your three and why? I, th- I think that's it's it's the one. It's it's he's going to play Chan. He's going to play Oxide Chamberlain. I think it's it's whether he goes with Miller or, or Henderson. I don't think it's okay. going to be genius. Okay. It's, it's away from home. And um, and obviously he hasn't played the last two games, so I can't see it being when Alden 
Um, I thought Ronaldo was getting on yesterday, and he didn't. He tweeted that he was better now, so uh, maybe maybe he is playing Ronaldo. I don't know. But um, well, who would you like to see? That's the problem because they, they've all got something against them. And Milner would worry me because the way he came off of that City game and they ran him ragged. Um, Except Henderson, they don't. They, they don't. They don't have a city like midfield. No, That's, they don't know. Yeah, they don't, have, they don't have Kevin De Bruyne in injury time, basically doing laps around people. Um, yeah. Henderson, um, I think it probably will be Henderson. He maddens me sometimes, John Henderson. When he's good, he really is good. I think he's just. I think he's just a little bit inconsistent, and I wouldn't have Wijnaldum anywhere near that game, which means he's probably going to start. But he just he just doesn't do enough for me. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and he, he's better than most people. Like he is an empty shirt at times, but he's, he's getting a little bit better. You know, there's times when I've seen him actually an away game where he's actually ran. But yeah. it's it's not enough for me for him to start to get off start at Old Trafford. Mm. Yeah, I, listen. One thing we can say pretty much with with, with a deal of certainty, uh, I guess, Cam, is that uh, the despite his his run out uh, last night and 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 you know getting all the getting all the minutes that he did get, um, probably unfortunately, uh, Adam Adam Lalana won't be uh, in no, line or in so. contention for any start at all. Uh, I, I, I've just I've just been speaking to 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 Yana Malby on the spot about him, and he. Was you know he was he reckons you know he's a little bit more benign in his assessment. I know immediately afterwards on Raw, Dave was Dave Hendrick was quite scathing about him, quite scathing about uh, Jordan Henderson too. Whereas my take on on last night's Jordan Henderson performance was that it was a, a marked step up uh, in terms of the direction of his passing and the things that people obsess about in that regard. Um, Dave's take is that just he's just not really of the level that we need to be uh, having in the team if we're going to make the steps forward we're going to make. And I, I guess you can see a, a reality next season where you have a, a Naby Keita coming in and maybe a another, and all of a sudden maybe it is very tough for Milner or Henderson to get a man and you can see that happening very quite, very easily now but right now and for the jobs that we have left to do this is what we're looking at Cam what is it for you then what's the balance the best balance in there for you against United specifically um, I personally think I, um, I'd be very surprised if Klopp drops his captain for one of the biggest games of the season and the captain is Jordan Henderson so I feel that it will be Hendo Chan and Ox in the midfield. Um, I've, I've still got reservations, even though I said it earlier. I've still got reservations about Milner in a in the midfield against a so-called top team. Yeah, so, you know, and, well, they are second in the league. Let's be they are second in the league. So you know, <laughs> they they are they are a top team. Yeah, I mean, I'm being, I, I I don't want to say it, but they are a top team. You know, you can't take that away from them. Um, but are they there on merit? Yeah, because the league table doesn't lie. Uh, are there a team that I want to watch every week? God no, um, because you know even even all the United fans I know don't don't enjoy watching them. So um, just going on to the Henderson, um, he's he's a very divisive player. I think um, a lot of people love him, a lot of people hate him, a lot of people are in between. Um, I'm in between, um, but he he does do what he's he's being asked to do by the manager. It's not his his not his position. And so everybody criticizing him for saying he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that, but he can only do what uh, with, within his range of game. You know, he's, he's, if he's limited in a certain aspect of the game, then he's not going to get better. So next season, somebody else will come in. 
I mean, everybody says, oh, he passes too much sideways. But then if Trent's in the team, for example, and he's passing sideways to Trent and Trent's putting those crosses in, nobody's looking at, oh, look at the ball that Trent got beforehand for him to put the cross in. They're just looking at, oh, Hendo always passes sideways. But they want to say how brilliant Trent is because he put a brilliant cross in. He doesn't always pass sideways, does he? No, he doesn't. That's the if, point. If you look at his passes, the one ball that Jordan Henson really likes, it's the sand wedge from the corner of the box to the other so, side of the box. That's he right, loves that ball. I could, I, I, could, I could do without that. I, I could do without ever having that one again because those kind of passes, whereas he has... They're too the, slow. Yeah, he has the technical ability to do it, but it's got no place in the Liverpool team unless that kid that he's passing to happens to be on his own in the other half because, as you say, it slows the pace in, in, in incredibly. And and look, last night, whether whether you're friend or foe, whether you're a, a, a pro or anti, you couldn't argue that he had several um, um, excellent first-time passes. He could have been on a different night responsible for a couple of goals. And they were all, you know, good, proactive, adventurous passes. Not, you know, not the kind of stuff that he's accused of doing by people who, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes people just just buy into a thing. Most of the analysis I've heard has been balanced. I have. But to it say. wasn't just last night though. It was against Newcastle as well. There yeah. Was, there was plenty of forward passes. Yeah. I, I I listened to Dave on the pod the other day, and he, I I don't like this narrative about they're not brave with with the ball. I, I really don't like that. I mean, you, when you're watching from home, you can't see the whole pitch. I, I don't buy into this. Oh, you know, you can see the you can see the whole pitch. You can't see what they're seeing on the pitch at that moment. You don't know which way they're looking. You know, yeah, other players do it, but they're they're better players. Now he's he's he's, he's limited in what he can do, but he what he's doing he's doing well. If you look at his record as a captain and when he's on the pitch, I'm sure I'm sure we're doing quite well. We're not doing that badly. I know he hasn't played a lot of games this season, but he's still played games. And I bet oh. you we, we won a lot more with him than we've lost. Or That's drawn. the headline, isn't it? Jordan Henderson, not as bad as you think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not as bad, <laughs> and it, but he's definitely not that good either. But he's not as bad. And that's the main, I, that's the I main point. He's of all right. Right. Yeah, he's okay. He's, he's an okay player. And yeah, but, but, you can't, but, but, at the end of the day, if everybody thinks, all right, tell me this then. How many forward passes does Emre Chan make? Yeah. That's, the, it, that's who everybody wants as number six right now. How many does he do? Where's these defence-splitting passes? But it's, I know Emre does make defence-splitting passes, and Emre is putting balls over the top in a dinky over way. Over the top Actually, in a dinky yeah. way, yeah. Uh, but but yeah. he also, he, he has slid a few gorgeous balls in recently as well on the deck. And look, the thing about it is, I think it comes back to what you said. It, like, if you're going to be a proper, if you're going to analyse this properly, it is about the role that he's being asked to play. If he was playing in a different position, like for example, when he was really excellent in the uh, in the Brent in the in the excellent Brendan campaign that we always refer to, if he was allowed to play that game, he, he would be a different player. And then maybe he doesn't quite have the same legs as he did then. But I think you'd be seeing a different type of of Jordan Henderson. But he ha- he is quite burdened by the responsibility of the captaincy. He's burdened by the the idea of having to take the ball off the centre half and, and and look around and and then people. You know, it's immediately playing into this idea of like, well, what's he done with this pass? What's he done with this pass? If he's keeping it taken over, I don't care. It's just occasionally he can get into a bad rut where he's mostly facing his own goal and pinging it backwards. And that's yeah. what sort of gets on people's wick because they want to see him. I think that's where the courage narrative comes in. And it's probably mm. fair enough. 
You want to see him take it in, take it into himself, touch it to the side and look up. That's what you want to see instead of the easier first time ping uh, diagonal ball back to the the fullback and take it again and back to the center half and take it again all the time while facing carriers. So Mm. there there surely is a balance that we can uh, navigate through this without using extreme language. Uh, You know, I I think that's fair enough, you know, but look. Also, people like Jamie Redknapp and you've just described Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp was known as the crab. I mean, he only ever went forward, ever. People absolutely loved him, thought he was the best player in the ad, thought he was the best passer of the ball. Sometimes you've got to pass it square, sometimes you've got to do it. I'd rather Liverpool yeah. kept the ball sometimes. If you yeah. if you want to stretch to play and you want to use your wit, the ball has to go sideways. Yeah. It's the pace on which you deliver it to the side. It is pace. I think also now, now that we've got Van Dijken as well, I think you might always almost start seeing the number six pushing a little bit further forward. Because yeah. Van Dijk can start playing those passes. He likes the pass, doesn't he? He does, likes the pass. He's got a sound base, that lad as well. He's got yeah, a sound base. I mean, and, and Degsy, he's got, he's, got a, he's got a nice left peg where he likes to ping it out there to the wing yeah. as well. That's that's the point right there. Um, that changes everything. You know, it changes everything. It changes the balance of the team if you've got our three lads up front re- really added uh you've got a, a, at least one buzzing midfielder in in, in oxlade chamberlain and you've got our fullbacks uh making their uh forays forward that's it that's the balance that's what yeah. i want and then then carl it's about it's about having a couple of lads in there who do get their foot in and emery does his share of that and henderson yeah. can do his share of that and christ knows jimmy miller trans transformed into into some sort of a uh, Johnny Dexter style hard man lately he's he's, he's remarkable uh, the last couple of games so yeah it's look who knows Jurgen's impossible to to predict on this level but um but I am I am quite looking forward to seeing who goes out against them and look let's talk briefly about them and I don't want to I don't have a massive united section here but it, it would be daft not to we were both we all seem to be all three of us seem to be sort of you know, gritting our teeth or holding our nose and saying, "Yeah, oh, clearly they're a good side, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like them." I, I, I'm going to just push it a little bit further. In, in my in my conversation in the previous poll, I what I said was, I think there's something about this current setup with uh, Mourinho, which has a bad sort of uh, familiar odor of uh, late era Ferguson, where he's pushing them over the line. The aura of him, the force of personality of him is getting this lot over the line or getting them into certain situations that they wouldn't be in otherwise. This this narrative, Carl, about how, you know, the fractious dressing room, blah, 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 I'm I'm not having that. I think he's absolutely got this place and that club where, where he wants them. He's just growing more miserable by the year. It's not that he's, you know, disillusioned. He's just getting more and more misanthropic every year and i think is exactly where he wants to be and he and he's a winner carl so he's gonna he's like they've already got a pot in the press christ knows they might even fluke their way to it to it to a to a final of a of of the champions league that's an horrendous thought but it could happen you know i mean where where, if objectively speaking where is this side i i heard a a podcast today and i can't remember which one it was because i had one of those things where i downloaded about 20 I've had lots of um, um, traveling to do recently, and someone said about them, um, the thing about United is, these days, is they don't go out and blow people away. They don't go out and make people sit up and go, isn't that United? They're not about that. They're about why are they always there? Because they're just very good at hanging on. 
they're just really good at that. So they'll get the one mils. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not going to light the world up or anything like that. Despite the fact they've got Sanchez and, you know, they've got, um, uh, well, he's Martial. due. He, he's due a game, isn't he? Martial is due to get back into form, so yeah. they do. They do have a lot of things to worry us for sure. Yeah, it's, of course, it's idi- idi- idiotic to say otherwise. Yeah, and they've got um, Eric Bailly to come back as well, um, and, and they've got the best goalkeeper in the world. So you know that's not a bad start. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. so I'll take that. Well, I'll, I'll take that. Um, I, I just think people underestimate Man United. I, I think they really do. There are a very, very, very dull team. But that doesn't make them a bad team. I mean, yeah. uh, if, if you look, go back to European football in the 90s, people who win massive, massive trophies, they weren't exciting to watch. They really weren't. And, and this this is a very Mourinho side. Because if you remember when he went to Chelsea originally and he had Duff and he played, and, you know, and Robin and people like that, even Joe Cole, they were blowing people away. But by the end of his time there, he just went straight back to what he knows. Get the yeah. one nils. One nils win titles. Mm-hmm. And I think, and he's done that now. And so, you know, this isn't, you know, uh, United's goal near it. You know, it's, it's not Beckham's goals, gigs, and Keane. It's this will do. And that's good enough. And we'll get the same points. Do I you, think do that's you... the thing there, isn't it? The, the, I, th- I think they're being held back as a team to play in that expansive way that you we've been used to with United over the years. Uh, I think Marino's gone really, really. Like like Carl's just said, they've gone dull. They, you know, the, the the first objective is not to concede. I mean, if you look at if you just go back to Monday night's game, they were two 0 down, and then suddenly it was like the shackles were off, and they <laughs> they suddenly became a different beast. And you just knew they were going to score, and then you knew they were going to get the second goal. Yeah, but and, but I think also that but United were taking that because I forget who the last manager was and the manager before that. But I, I think this is just something they've got to go through, and I just don't think they've got another, they, they haven't got one on top of this. They haven't got another gear. They can't do what what Ferguson side should do could do, and you know even go back as far as back as Kanchelskis and, and people like that, and Lee Sharp even. They haven't got that anymore. But the, this is a massive upgrade on Van Gaal, and a mm. massive upgrade to well, three hundred upgrades on boys. So you know I think this is just part of the the next step for them. It's whether they can go back to the entertainer stuff and. Reno doesn't always like to do the entertainer stuff a lot when he's at Real, but obviously Spanish football is a lot different. So. Well, speaking about confusing poor little Jose, um, and I, I, I can't think of anything I'd rather see than a, a poor, confused, distraught, upset Jose slinking down the Old Trafford Tunnel after we pummel him on, on, on Saturday. Um, but where where do you think Cam he, he is uh, mindset wise? Um, uh, as you as you've both um, pointed out, I mean they're. They're in the driver's seat uh, in terms of the of top four. They're they're looking they're looking comfortable. The games that they have left, you know, if you look at the teams that they've got left to play, those those lot are going to buckle and they're going to get enough results to to finish comfortably top four. That's nailed on. So they don't have to worry about Champions League football next year. But I'm wondering in terms of a bit of glory for uh for for Jose, uh, seeing as the league can't be won, how seriously are they going to be taking the Sevilla game, which is kind of delicately poised, unless I'm wrong at nil nil, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and that's on mm-hmm. Tuesday. So what are you thinking, Cam? I mean, is is there is there going to be? Does he just go? Oh, does he go go hard against us and go hard again on Tuesday? That doesn't necessarily sound like a Mourinho thing to do. Where where, where do you think the the Champions League rates in in relation to the game against us? The Champions League game will rate higher. I think so as well. Yeah, but the game against us will 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 be part of the bus 
it, it will be up to us to break them down. And, and, and as we said earlier, it, they'll they'll just try and pinch a one 0 That's all they'll try and do. They'll, whenever they can get that goal, that will be it. Shut up shop. That's all they're going to be looking to do against us. Let's be honest. Both teams, both managers would probably take a draw now if it was offered to them. Okay, well let's let's take that. That's an interesting thing, and that's worth worth a quick look and a quick bit of analysis. What does that do? I mean, that leaves that leaves us on thirty six and them on thirty. Thirty. Uh, oh, sorry, that leaves us on sixty one and leaves 61, them on sixty three, yeah. right? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was I was looking at games play. Sixty one yeah. and sixty three. Now, a Spurs win at the weekend then would see them join us uh, level on points. And uh, that would be the shitty thing to come out of that. Of course, they would stay in fourth on goal difference unless they absolutely trounce whoever is there playing. I don't happen to know at the moment who that is. But like, I mean, it, does that matter? Like, I mean, basically, it, the, the the gap has opened up now to to uh, to Chelsea, which is you know it's quite reassuring in ways. Yeah. Um, we but we can't afford to take a foot off the gas because looking at the games that are ahead. Uh, Watford won't be easy, um, and it won't necessarily either, either even be one of those park the bus games either because they're not a bad side. And 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 Palace, those horrible, horrible. I, I'm so disgusted. Palace. Wait, I will listen. I, how how could you be anything other than uh, disgusted by that? And I have to say, by the way, the amount of of people who are watching that and expecting something good to happen, I, I, it's it's like they don't understand how the world works. <laughs> Honest to God, Roy Hodge. Plus Jose, uh, late, late. There's only one result. There was only one result. And the late winner was 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 exactly what was going to pan out. If you didn't know that, do you, you, I don't know what's wrong with you. Do you know? Do you know what? Um, this is when he when Hodgson was Liverpool manager. Do you know? Do you know what he used to call Mourinho? Go on. The great Mourinho. Oh Jesus Christ! Of course, yeah. he did. Liverpool manager called him that. By the way, Tottenham are at Bournemouth away on Sunday. Bournemouth away, yeah. Which, which, like, I mean, that's it's just a, 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 an alley dive and a, and a cane penalty, and they're they're they've got three points. There. That's it's, it's, the game after that. They've got they've got the FA Cup, and the game after that is Chelsea away. Yeah. What, so that's gonna that's that's to our benefit. That game is completely. Yeah. Well, let, let let me throw this out at you here. We've got United on Saturday. We've got the following Saturday where the evening kickoff against Watford and then the following bloody Saturday, another lunchtime kickoff against Palace, right? There are games over the next three weeks. In the middle of that, just before the Watford game on the Friday, we have the draw for the Champions League. Uh, that will tell us who we play either side of Everton way, way, way on the distance on the 8th of April. Okay. So, that's so best away of the season. Best away of the season. So here we are looking at uh, a sequence of games in United, Watford and Palace. I ask you, I know that in the past I would not have trusted us and I would have thought, shit, we get beaten against United, the wheels could come right off here and I'd be nervous. I am going to stand by my faith in this side and its evolution under Klopp and the, uh, the, the growing sense of calm that we've described earlier on. I'm going to stick with that. I think that makes sense to me, that even a bad result against United does not mean that the wheels will come off and that we will turn around then and, and wallop Watford and Palace back to back. But yeah. it could be a very tricky sequence, Carl, couldn't it? Nah. Beat them all. Beat, beat them, them all. all. Yeah, beat them all. Honestly, I'm not worried about Palace in the slightest. I was at the Watford away game. Um, last time I played Watford at home, it was 6-1. And they're going through a bit of a purple patch because obviously they, they've just beaten Everton. And uh, no, we're, we're too good. 
we're too good for, the, for them. I mean, I'm not even worried about drawing them against United, to be honest, because of that Chelsea-Tottenham game. This is just the equivalent to that, isn't it? Because, you know, Chelsea and Tottenham are thinking, oh, well, they can't both win. And we've got the same thing with them. So I think we've got momentum and faith. I think that's the difference. You're, you're right about trusting the manager now. The manager, the manager likes a run-in. He's very good at run-ins. He was good last year. When we, we, we basically, this time last year, we just basically went as pragmatic as possible. 1-0 against Watford. We got through against, I think it was Bournemouth, I can't remember, but, uh, you know, and we just did it that way. We, just, we thought, okay, we'll just do lots of 1-0s. We'll beat Middlesbrough. And um, the manager likes a run-in. He likes to manage games. And, you know, if we've got Real Madrid, Everton, Real Madrid, this is what we're here for. I'm not worried about that in the slightest. This is what this is what we are, we are. No one wants, you know, West Brom last game of the season and the chance of finishing fifth. Yeah. No one wants that. I want this. I want Real Madrid, Everton, Real Madrid followed by Chelsea. I can, love the game. I love I love the months like that. Uh, Cam, I'm getting a bit misty-eyed on the back of what Carl's saying here because this is this is <laughs> this is fucking delightful. This is why we're all in this. Uh, the idea of uh, a, a, an Everton sandwich with Real Madrid bread, I'm having that. That is yeah. wonderful. And, right. and, and, and 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 as as Carl says, Cam, <laughs> Cam, that's that's why we're in it, right? This is this is what it's all about. You've got to you've got to be relishing this and enjoying it, and not crying about you know who's going to play and why everyone's bad and why this guy can't do this. Just, this is this is what it's all about. The hairs on the back of my neck, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> You, you, I, I can't just begin to describe, you know, the, the little shiver that went through me. Um, well, yeah. I'm feeling, I, I'm feeling like that about United at the weekend. I genuinely am. And I, I, I honestly, you know, like I say, I trust them that even if they do, if the, if, if the result is a reversal and we don't enjoy it, that we will come out and actually tonk the other two. Maybe, maybe put Carl's, uh, uh, you know, um, 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 solid professionalism uh, attitude to one side and actually really do damage to one of those two clubs, you know, just like, uh, you know, relegate Palace which, by scoring so many goals against them or something. But I, I have faith in that. But that is the sequence of games I cannot wait for. And speaking of it, uh, Cam, you know, we've mm. got this coming up now. We, we were just chatting about it. Tonight has seen Juventus go through it has yeah. seen City go through uh, yeah. the, the United match in the balance let's leave them out the Roma yeah. Shakhtar thing is in the balance let's leave them yeah. out uh, uh, Chelsea Barca is in the balance so if I was to give you your choice of Bayern of uh, Juve of City uh, and who the else do I say uh, Bayern Juve City Re- Real Madrid and through and Real who yeah. who are you who are you going with? Who do you want to see? Uh, do you is it is it a Real Everton Real? Is that is that your dream at this stage of the competition? Or would you rather avoid them and keep them for later? Um. So we've got Real Juve. Well, the easiest one out of that lot to me would seem to be Juve. Yeah, that's what I love about this. It's not a mad statement. What a mad statement! Thank God we got Juve. Yeah, you it's know. a it's a mad it's a mad sentence. I love because you think about it, Bayern under uh, the old guy who's come back, Yup, Heinex, Heinex, I can't pronounce yeah. his surname. Uh, they've been fantastic on, under him. Uh, Real Madrid, if they can turn it on against anyone, and they certainly did against PSG. We all know everything we need to know about Man City. I mean, over two legs. Um, I. I I, you'd have to fancy Man City against us over two legs, realistically. I want, um, I want, I want City. Yeah, I want, I want City, I want, I want City United. 
Oh, sorry, as, yeah, as in the in the next round. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be just poetic. Or you know. I, I, I want Seville next round. Please. <laughs> oh, oh, I see Perfect. what you've done there. I see what you've Perfect. done there. Yeah. Now this is this is. I know. I know you're you're saying that for 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 reasons of uh, delightful snide. But what I would actually question about that is when we were talking about this pre the last round uh, when we qualified for the, the knockout stages, you were like, whoever, don't care, whoever yeah, before the draw is made. Are you still the same? Yeah, you are. You, you don't have a necessary have a preference. I would say I have a preference of all of those to avoid City over two legs. I don't like the idea of that. I wouldn't mind taking them on on a one a off game in the final. I'm all yes. for it. But I don't like the idea of City over two legs because they are uh, on their day uh, kind of uh, scary. Um, but well, but it's also, it's, it's dull. I want a European side. Well, there is that. There is that, City, yeah. Man City's 32 miles away. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going to Madrid, to be honest. So I can yeah. go and see Real Vallecano. You know, exactly. Some research, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You yeah. go a day, a day early, wouldn't you? Arrange it with the uh, president of the club. And well, that's um, why my mate did last year. My mate went to Valicano's ground the day before uh, we played him. He wasn't supposed to, but he just got it. He's got a knack of doing things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I wouldn't mind seeing what this team would do against Real Madrid. I'd like yeah. to see what happens. I'd be genuinely interested because that's where you want to mark yourself up against, isn't it? I mean, we've just been supposed to have beat them 5-0. Yeah. I, I'd like to see what we can do. And I, I, I was going to mention this before as well. I think that, that Real Madrid result over PSG, home and away, is incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. When every, everyone in the world is saying PSG are going to win the Champions League or, or City. I just like the fact that Madrid just went, no and uh, no. Beat your ones, yeah. beat your spikes. I think that's an incredibly impressive thing to do. So like and now you, you want to play them either side of everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah. want to see where we are. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only way you're going to find out is if you play them. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, the, 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 the Champions League is not the, the way it's basically worked out, where if the big club lose models, they, they still go through. Um, the way it's worked out is you, you've got to play them at some point. If you want to win this thing, you have to beat people like that. Yeah. And, and what better way to test yourself than going there and playing against them? Oh, of course, Christ. we've never lost in the new in, the, in Bernabeu either. Imagine. Oh, no, of course we have. They beat they beat one. Yeah, but imagine, imagine Mo doing his bits in the in the in the Bernabeu. Oh God, I, I, yeah. it, it's it's this is this is beyond exciting. I have to say, and you know, it's it's it, it's so long since we've been involved. Now, I don't think it. I'm hoping it won't be anticlimactic. Let's hope not. Anyway, before we finish up, just because most people will listen to this ahead of the United game, we've given it a lot of time. So just a a a, 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 a what, how do you think it's going to go, just to wrap it up and wrap this up before we go to uh, our little non-football section? It's actually going to be smaller than ever. We we love talking about football, lads, even when we have a plan. Um, Cam, how do you think this United game is going to go in, in your heart, uh, uh, honest uh, honest appraisal? We're going to smash him. Honestly? Honestly, we're going to smash him. Oh, that's a big I can, shame. I, I'm just... Normally before... There's two games... Every year, that give me butterflies, and guaranteed, and it's Everton and United. Now, being a, a wall, out of town, um, whatever you want to call me, the bigger game for me will always be United, and that's just because of the way I've been brought up within a family of, of scum supporters. So, um, <laughs> you love a mention of that. <laughs> well, they are scum, you know. Yeah. Like, let's not, let's not. You know, try and um, 
big them up in any way, other way um, and keep them down there where they are at the bottom of the barrel. Um, and they are the scum. You know, my family is scum. I'll say it. You know, <laughs> I'm, 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 and I, I, I don't have any fears of saying that you know, for the world to hear. I was thinking the acoustics are particularly good this evening. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's 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 noticeable so you yeah. reckon we're gonna smash him I'm, I, 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 I mean, I, i'm not for some bizarre reason uh, the, the nerves haven't kicked in there's no butterflies we know we're two days away three days away from the game and i'm, I'm not feeling anything whatsoever dude they're coming they're coming those butterflies are coming it's, oh, it's, without it's, a doubt it's a, hore- it's a horrendous fixture. It's almost completely unenjoyable for me. Yeah. But I, I do have a feeling exactly that, we, that yeah. we, we might do it. Carl, your take just before we finish up. I hate to say this. I think 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one, which, yeah. which would leave a little bit of a status quo, and especially if Bournemouth can do do something fancy or Chelsea cock up. Or yeah. I suppose it wouldn't be the end of the world, that. Uh, but can I say one thing about you, about, about Cam's statement there? There's yeah. a friend of mine. He stopped doing it now, but... Um, a mate of mine would gleefully retweet uh, the Manchester train timetables for when the trains for to Manchester were delayed. That's petty. <laughs> gleefully, gleefully retweet that the yeah. 7.15 from Manchester to Piccadilly is cancelled. He would retweet them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly, that's exactly the quality of Nigel that we yeah. want. You know, yeah, that's, 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 that's fantastic. Nice, harmless, but mean. I like yeah. that. Harmless, but mean. Uh, listen, before we finish up, and like I said, I, I had asked some of our listeners and some of the people on Twitter to, to volunteer some stuff, and I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i have to work it into next week's, but seeing as we can't really do a show without having at least one mention of food, and I think people would be disappointed if we didn't, Cy Brundish asked us a question. He said, what do you think is the best way to make porridge? And I thought that would be a good spot to finish. Now, it's only a good spot to finish if both of you guys eat porridge. If you don't, we, we may have to we may have to shake this up a little bit. Um, Cam, you're, you're noticeably quiet there. Do you have any thoughts on porridge or not? Um, I've had porridge in the past, but I'm a simple man, as you know. Um, I just <laughs> you put are. water in there. Okay, so you're just a hot water man. It's just, yeah, just and, 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 but but I'm not, I'm not. Cam, there's no, there's no flair here, mate. This is not you. Come on, this is, this is, uh, this is, this, this, this does not reflect your sartorial elegance. Talk to me about what, how do you garnish it? What do you do with it? It's got to be golden syrup, hasn't it? Golden syrup. Okay, yeah. so you're having. Uh, just uh, uh, bang, bang some hot water in there, stir it around. Do you like a thick, a thick kind of a gruel, or would you be more of a watery porridge man? No, no, it's got to, it's got to be thick, nice it's and thick. To, yeah, and, you've got to taste that porridge, haven't you? And, and, and syrup, yeah, and that's syrup, where you're going. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I would like at this point to point out that my granny used to have porridge with salt. I'm gonna yeah, leave quite, quite salt. Yeah, generate yes. something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna let that sit there, where, so that people yeah. can 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 squirm uneasily in the background it's and like come. Something to, my wife would do. It's it's <laughs> it's it's she an odd. She loves salt. She yeah, lives well, on it. I'm 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 quite partial to salt myself, but not on porridge. Not on can porridge. I, can I can I very quickly tell a salt story? Please do. There's a friend of mine, Phil. I saw him uh, on Friday night, and um, he's the only man that we went for a curry and brick lane downtown in here in London, and he had uh, he put salt on his curry. I've never oh. seen anyone put added salt on his curry, and I mentioned this to him. And uh, no, that's 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 not. It's worse. It gets worse though when he goes to a chip shop and he says salt and vinegar. He lets them put salt and vinegar on, then he takes the salt cellar off them and puts more on. 
And when he has chips with, with curry, with curry sauce on it, he puts the chips on, salt on top of that, puts the curry on, and then puts salt on top of that as well. Carl, I have you're, it, no it, idea how man that, that man is alive. I in your understand. in your professional capacity, you I have mentioned like... this to him on. He just kept saying, "I know, and I know you're going to send me a leaflet because you're going to do that." And oh my god, <laughs> am I sending you a leaflet? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. "Said I know, it's my weakness." Good God, that, that that's some serious sodium. God bless him. Yeah. He he must he must have just pure white knuckles. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that that sediment's got. You did say white men, yeah. Yeah. Basically, basically in a pub, everyone goes up and licks him before they do their tequila yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Walk, you can't walk past the horse. Yeah, human mineral lick. Anyway, get 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 back to your porridge story. Yeah, what's what's what, I'm, part, part? I'm a half and half man when it comes to the milk water. Milk uh, and water. Milk and what? Cold milk, hot water. Yes, or hot. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and I all warmed up together, and yeah, oh yeah, cold milk, yeah, okay. um, and honey. Honey, I really like honey. I can't so, yeah. believe I can't believe neither of you are sprinkling sugar on top there. Who do I work for? That's that's ab- <laughs> that's absolutely the way I was brought up. It was was sprinkling sugar on top. Now I've got I've gone uh, old and healthy, and I, I I cut up fruit. Are you blueberry? Are you blueberry man? Blueberry and strawberry. It's yeah. the only fruit I can't that I don't like. Never like blueberries ever. I will eat any any other fruit, uh, even uh, stuff like even even the heavily sugar stuff you get in bad supermarkets. I will eat any any, any fruit whatsoever, but I just can't deal with blueberries. Yeah. I try to avoid sugar now. So you try yeah. to avoid sugar altogether. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm a, a stevia, which is like a natural, artificial, whatever it is, sugar. Yeah. So that's so that's that's why the two boys are making the healthy choice with their what was it? You syrup and honey, syrup. right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honey, yeah. yeah, of course. There's no fructose in uh, in either of those, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I can see where you're, you're, uh, you're. And, and, and honey is also the only food that doesn't go off. Honey's what, Ian? It the doesn't only go food off. It doesn't go off. So when they, so when they found, when they opened up Tutankhamun's tomb in 1912, I want to say, there was vats of honey there. You could eat that honey. Been there three thousand yeah. years. I I I, w- I would get Tutankhamun and his mates to come round my larder press and have a look at the honey which has gone into some sort of a white solid mass. Oh, and it does crystallise, yeah, but it, but it's it's not it doesn't go off as such. It's not coming off. No, <laughs> like Tutankhamun himself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, th- I, th- I think he might, he might be a bit a bit, a bit fruity by now. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, look, fruity uh, being the word, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. On that, on that, on that note of of, of fruity uh, uh, Egyptian corpses, we should uh, wrap things up for another episode of the Anfield Index podcast. I want to thank the two lads whose absolute heroism and devotion made this show possible. Uh, you lads, you complete me, and I want to thank you uh, personally. Then, so thanks to Carl and thanks to Cam. Before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell the people about anything you want to plug carl i suppose we'll go full circle and get you back talking about what you started talking about and maybe anything else you'd like to flag up well i'm hoping to finish it tonight it might be out by the time the podcast uh, uh comes out and i know i'm going to be on the writer's pod tomorrow other than that just just keep reading my, my nonsense and a specific link for people to look up for the blog we discussed this oh the, yeah, the, the, the blog is called some green um <laughs> up now you said that some green grass in a bowl some green grass and a ball. So get on top yep. of that, folks, and keep an eye out for the Puyol story. Uh, Cam, 
Um, if you've no plugs, if you have any words of advice for the people in general? Any words of advice? Keep deaf off the roads. Drive on the pavement. Oh. <laughs> Why do I let you in at the end <laughs> to to make these kinds of statements? You would think I'd have learned. You'd think, wouldn't you? Live from the shed. Live from the shed. Live from the shed. This is why I'm in the shed. <laughs> Bloody hell. Okay, okay. So before we go, I also want to make a point of saying thanks to you, uh, Treasure Listener, for making this such a, a well-listened-to show and and we really do appreciate the lads and I and we appreciate you immensely and we will be back in just a few days it's all it'll be with a post Manx and pre-Hornets Anfield Index podcast so we'll speak to you then and in the interim be good to each other allow your friends to rest occasionally and stay safe out there Podcast Network.